On Living a Sex Positive Life, we explore all aspects of human sexuality. We talk about the good and the bad, the health and healing benefits, the adventures and the relationships, as well as the crimes and the tragedies. We strive to be an advocate and an empowering force in the fight for sexual freedom. Our mission is to educate, entertain, and talk about the touchy subject that affects us all, sex. Now here's your host, Angelique Luna. And now we're recording. Yes, with that whole new intro there that is still work in progress. So we're still with the old Living the Sex Positive Life, and then we're transitioning starting January to Sex Positive Me. Which is a whole new rebranding for us, which for a, a Christmas break meant, you know, re-updating the website, the printing, the social media, the audio and video intros, and looking pretty. Pretty! But it's a new year. But we're closing on a big bang of 2019. Considering it started off with us taking four months of hiatus, we're so sorry I was recovering from neck surgery at the beginning of this year. But for 2020, we should be back on schedule doing our weekly podcast adventures, more social media, so you could see all the behind-the-scenes craziness that we are doing there so let's recap what the last quarter of 2019 brought to us well we did a lot just in the last quarter we done a lot in the last few months um what did we do we started off in november getting on a bliss cruise Yes. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Seven days with 3,300 swingers. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, just swinger-friendly people. Because we did find some nudists who are, didn't participate. And we did find elderly people that, hey, they're all friendly people. Well, I, I, I'm going to stay away from that part, elderly. But we found some <laughs> people in their, in their later years that really just enjoyed the sex-free attitude. And I had the greatest explanation. They're really? like, look, 30 years ago, I would have laid you. But not now, which was a, which is a very interesting uh, uh, comment made to me. But um, she thank goes, you. but she goes, no, I just you. I still get to enjoy your attitude, and it's a lot of fun. I live vicariously, so I thought it was absolutely wonderful because it was people from all ages. We had twenty one year olds all the way up to eighty five year olds. Yes, yes, that was so great. And we taught two classes. We taught um, Toy Story, bringing Buzz and Winnie into your bedroom, and then Sex and Excess there. I know John's giggling because I was adamant that I wanted my Buzz and Woody toys. Yes, we do. So don't be ratting me out to Disney that they make appearances. We started off doing Sex and Excess at one of the bars. So it was nice because people were already drinking. We had a built-in audience. Several people showed up. It was nice. We did it. It, it, it was uh, a day out at sea. Had a great time. The next one was in the main auditorium, which seats what? About a thousand people. people. Yeah. And people decided to spread out. And if you can imagine the size of an auditorium trying to chase people around because someone felt everyone needed to feel every toy... Honestly, that was that was probably a better workout than some of your aerobics classes. Oh, you I know. I was going because they were all the way in the nosebleed. I'm like, no, you're going to feel this toy. And guess what? We sold out of the toys that we presented. Thank you very much. Yes, we want to say a quick thank you to Fair Villa. They're the ones who sponsored us on this cruise, and uh, we did do some retail work for them because they did open a store in the main. I don't know, promenade yes. is the best way to put it, and we're selling sex toys. And my God. 
3,300 swingers, and I'll go with that, on a boat, um, can buy a lot of sex toys. <laughs> well, especially it was like the same 20 people, so we every day we had to change up the store, and those same 20 people still kept buying stuff. Yeah, but the, the numbers I find, I know I probably sold 100 cock rings. Oh, totally. Especially the guy who is super excited, like a little toddler getting a brand new toy. Look, look, I got a new toy, and it works! In the middle of dungeon night, he saw me from across the room, pulled down his banana hammock, ran forward, and showed me how the cock ring is keeping his erection just during the rest, during just walking around on the ship, not just during about sex. And that was absolutely priceless. It's and, never happened to me before. Yeah, and me trying to keep a straight face, I was like, oh, that's very good. That's interesting. As soon as left, I bust the gut laughing. I was so cracking up so, because the, how often do you see a guy super excited and drops his pants in front of you? And what did you call me by uh, third day on the cruise? Cockring Whisperer. I became the Cockring Whisperer. So. Oh, come on. How, and how violent it started to get with the Violent One or the Neon One. Oh, no, no. People were just adamant about getting one because we only had a few many. We sold the, the, the Neon Wand. Yep. We actually also sold a Motor Bunny. Oh, that was a fun story, the Motor Bunny. <laughs> the Motor Bunny is essentially, think of a Sibian and add horsepower. And it's a $1,200 toy. So, uh, hell yeah. But, you know, it did the Bliss Cruise, great experience. Seven days, made some great friends out there. Overall, um, the playroom, they uh, playrooms were all over the deck, including the top deck. So if you wanted to make love under the stars. Full moon. Full, beautiful. The staff was incredible. Security was bored. Like, they walked around because everyone was was mature and they had to have a good time. I don't think I saw any problems with anyone, but there was security present. But um, I, I definitely recommend it. We're going to be going back in November, and it was just so much fun being on the Bliss Cruise. So, one thing that, a uh, question I do have to come off with on the Bliss Cruise is what constitutes clothes? Because we were told as long as we're at sea on the top deck, you can wear whatever you want. But inside, you should wear clothes. I never knew that two small three-inch pieces of electrical tape and a butt plug constituted his clothes. But apparently, no one said a word to this gorgeous beauty who walked around the promenade for quite a time. I mean, give me a break. How about that one girl that looked fabulous in that leather cross outfit see-through? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she didn't have anything underneath either. She just had that dress. And the dress was barely, it was the Emperor's new clothes. Yes, completely. So, we did the Bliss Cruise. Uh-huh. Again, great experience. Um, we've also been busy teaching classes. We've done quite a bit. Mm-hmm. We did? <laughs> what? It's like, you're like this, I thought you were going to go straight into Pig Week, because Pig Week was right there. I mean. <laughs> yes, yes. There, there, oink, oink. there was Pig Week there. Yes. Pig Week was a uh, all male gay. Let's see. It starts the debauchery. De- Basically, that's it. That that's the best way to explain um, Pig Week. It actually starts Black Friday weekend and goes for almost a well, full week and a it half. It starts that Friday. Yes. So it starts on Black Friday and goes. Uh, I think it's nine or ten days. To the following Sunday. Yeah. And every day there's parties. This occurs in Fort Lauderdale. And you said they, there was classes. You learned how to properly fist. Yes. There were fisting classes. There were, um, there, there were actually, uh, what was it, 
boy master relationship classes, which is po- basically power exchange relationships. Ooh, you didn't tell me about that. They yeah. did. Oh. They had uh, they had a few other classes going here and there, but they did have parties going on almost nonstop for those days. Now most of them were at night, but during the weekends, literally things kicked off at eleven a.m. with the start of a barbecue, and then they'd go on to a, a, the first party, then they'd go on to the second party. So basically, till about four a.m. every night, there was some type of parties going on, and we're talking somewhere at. Um, Bought out vanilla menus. Some were, uh, several were at Leatherworks, which I didn't realize Leatherworks had that play area in the back. Well, um, we've seen it, but we just never seen it packed with four hundred people. Well, you'd never been to the back because the front yeah. Leatherworks is a sale. Yeah, no, there was that little. The one time we were there, there was a dominatrix coming out with a guy, and we got to peek in briefly. So, well, we got a little bit. There's there's quite a bit back there on the outdoors, uh, outdoor area back there. Um, God, where else did we go? Club Fort Lauderdale. Ba- basically, um, it, it was it was a hell of a week. It was wild. I got to watch a lot of interesting stuff. I've never seen a lineup of uh, five guys in swings all getting fisted. So wow, yeah, I missed that memo. And you were just telling me about your adventures. You didn't tell me all that. I mean, I, well, it's so much that happened. It's like, how can you remember everything? It, there, there was a lot. It, so, it, it was. It's a shame there wasn't women because I think you would have enjoyed being. Oh, I would totally enjoy. I would just enjoy just watching the debauchery happen. I mean, we're, we're talking like from polls, but your cute little conservative couple that was adorable. Well, I stood at uh, a little little uh, bed and breakfast resort. Well, it was an all gay resort, but it only had like ten rooms. Well, there was a lot of a boutique, lot of them like that. Yeah, you there. said there was a lot of boutique hotels like that. But I found to... it funny because they scheduled their vacation and didn't know about Pig Week, and would hang out by the pool. And my room was by the pool. And these two couples just met and hung out, and were very much the vanilla gays. They they were very offended about Pig Week going on and what people were doing. And uh, there's fisting and there's this and that. And, and it kind of threw me back for a moment. But again. You know, gay, straight, whatever it is, people come from all walks of life and people have their own level of fetish that they're interested in. Yeah, but I just thought it was weird because I didn't think those kind of people existed. Oh, they do. Well, they now do. I they, know. Hey, there are log cabin Republicans. Just because your sexual, oh my your sexual preference does not affect anything else. For, I, I bet you there are gay Amish out there. They just don't come out and say it. I don't think they they even know what gay means. So yes, I, no, don't be close minded. I am there not close minded. I'm you just... can be gay anywhere or bi or whatever. It doesn't affect anything else in your life. It doesn't affect your career. It oh. doesn't affect your family unless they let it. And it sure as hell doesn't affect any type of religion or social standing. But that goes into a whole different political. We're not political. We're still ca- recapping the year. So continue so, on. Let's see. Pig Week was one. <laughs> um, I'm going through, uh, I've just hit six months. Yeah, I going can't believe it. it. Six months. In my hormone therapy. Woo-hoo! So I've been going to, uh, the Florida Center for Hormones and Wellness, getting some treatments done. I'm currently, um, let's see, I've gotten so far three testosterone pellet treatments in which... What did you do? Four? No, it's my third. No, because we had to do the... Really? Three. 
It's definitely three. So we've done three. Hey, it's my butt that gets cut into. I know what's going and, on. It's three. Yeah, okay, yeah. Your, your butt's been cut up three times. Sorry, I'm very, you know, because I love his butt. It's so beautiful. And now there's these little scars and I cry. They're so I, tiny. I know, but I still cry when the blood came out and he cut you. And I was like, ah. But they edit, he edited out the video. So because we're video documenting this also. So. Well, third treatment. I'm still on vitamins. I've been um, also changing my diet, went to a low-carb diet. Anyway, I'm down over 20 pounds. Uh, sweetie, how, how has the testosterone, how has the treatments worked in my part of my life that affects you? Oh, we get sex every morning. Yay, morning wood. And, you know, it works all the time, even on demand. So, again, I can't speak highly or, or more enough about Dr. Carazella, the one who's uh, putting me through this treatment, that it's been six months, and it wasn't that anything was wrong before, but I'm back at the gym now, I'm working out, I'm dropping weight, I'm, I am feeling amazing. Yeah, I mean, this actually proves that exercise, diet, vitamins, your health and well-being does make a difference when it comes to erectile dysfunction because before we did have some issues occasionally challenges occasionally there but now we haven't had those now just to be clear this isn't coming from pride it wasn't like it never got up it's just that at 45 you're not the same as you were at 21 and after going through again six months of this treatment of which i'm hooked to he's 46 now uh thank you <laughs> we're definitely uh getting a lot closer to 21 is what i'm saying no i would say more like 17 there, there was times that i'm like what he just what wait 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 wait. i am not even warmed up okay he he went bang bang boom. i was like wait a minute a 17 year old's the only one who comes this quickly We've had a few but, but, incidents. Hey, but it's been yeah. multiple. Yes, I know. It's been multiple. So you, it just you means do. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it, it just takes a quick five, ten minute recovery period. But I'm like, oh, okay, I'm back. This is why I don't are do you, yoga. Are you, are yes, you I'm, not, I'm not complaining. I am just merely expi- you, explaining my experience from your testosterone treatments. I'm oh, having more sex than ever. So sometimes it goes quick. Sometimes a, it lasts a long, long time. It, yes, we, it does. But I have to let the audience know how I feel, what my perception is, you know? It's funny how she doesn't talk about the times we have sex for an hour straight. The only thing she mentions is one or two bad times where it was like quickie and we went. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Oh, 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 please. I'm not saying that it's all the time like that. I was just saying there's been times like, you know, you're more like a 17 year old than a, you know, older gentleman who knows how to hold his orgasms and lets me go on for hours and hours and hours. And now for a commercial break. Your exploration destination is here. The Sex Down South Conference, located in Atlanta, Georgia, is taking place this fall at the Sheraton Downtown. Named the most diverse and entertaining sexual education conference in the nation, this year's theme is Sex Through the Ages. Featuring sex celebrities Ida Mandula, Joan Price along with Tristan Terramino, Dr. Jess O'Reilly, Ignacio Rivera, Midori, and Dr. Ruthie Neustifer. We have over 60 presenters from around the world who are bringing their expertise, which ranges from lectures 
to workshops and live demos. Enthusiasts enjoy the fun and learning from the best, all while doing it in an inclusive and loving environment. In the evening, you'll be thrilled from head to toe with our little bang on Thursday night, our mix and mingle on Friday night, and our phenomenal closing party, The Big Bang, on Saturday night, which features performances, raffles, dancing, and photography in our infamous black box. We'll also have The Labyrinth, our custom dungeon, getting some action as well. Join us September 10th through the 12th at the Sheraton downtown. Register at sexdownsouth.com and enter Positive Me for $20 off your ticket. Again, that's sexdownsouth.com. Okay, and now we're back. That was such a long commercial, wasn't it? Well, we wanted to continue on because we had more to talk about with the uh, the hormone therapy and the testosterone treatments. Yes, like not all results are the same. We are just talking from our experience. And we're also guessing that because of our little, you know, tangent that maybe he's also having acne. Yes. From um, 17 years ago or age well, 17. I've always had acne, but I did notice uh, on... It's been almost six months now. On two occasions, I have woken up and just broken out with uh, pimples in multiple places. So I just want to go ahead and give that as a warning. However, I have found it was a fun experience. We went to a place called Origins, which is somewhere between a skincare and a makeup place. Yeah, no, it's it. definitely skincare. It, it, I've always gone there for my few rare times of Some having... Some of us don't have perfect skin. All right, they have this thing called spot remover, which is fabulous if you have any little signs of acne and you, you just don't want to be blemished or scarred. It is fantastic. That's the one thing that turned me on to uh, Origins back when I was 16, 17. So we went back to Origins and uh, it was really funny because... Every time they're explaining the product, they're looking at you. I know. And you kept saying, no, no, it's for him. <laughs> and they yeah. gave him me an even weirder look because they're looking at my face thinking I'm the one using it. And then I was thinking, it's like, wait a minute, is my face all blemished? Or no, your no. face is not blemished and you use no products whatsoever and your skin is perfect. My skin, I put all this, I mean, uh, uh, creams on and serums and soaps and it's an ongoing battle, but he's um, up to a thirty-minute regimen at night for his facial and fifteen in the morning. So, but there is one more thing uh, we both wanted to talk about um, about the testosterone treatment. Is for a while before um, seeing the Florida Center for Hormones and Wellness and getting this done, I used to go ahead and purchase and treat myself with testosterone. And for a while, I was doing two injections per week. The reason why I took this route was. My doctor, who I went to originally got in, what, 2013, mm -hmm. uh, gave me two shots a month and basically charged me 100 bucks a shot, which was absolutely outrageous. So anyway, I went my own route and I, I took my own, which I don't recommend for anyone because it definitely, unless you're very aware of it and know it's happening and control it, um, you you experience roid rage. It is a real thing. And yes. Definitely. We went through a darker time in our relationship where I was not the nicest person and it was chemically driven. And once I realized it and got off of it, um, think things are much better now. On this treatment, though, I have experienced no roid rage. Think things are nice and calm and great. And You're balanced and stable. So, I mean, there is not that, you know, mood swing of going up or down or, you know, 
anger or something, frustration, because you were very trigger happy with your anger when it came to that. So again, our final thing to say about this is see a doctor, get it tested, get it done the right way. I've done it the, 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 the wrong way. We've and done it both ways, which yeah. is the story of our lives because we're both bi. So everything is both ways. <laughs> yes, we just can't go straight. No. But we want we want to do things on a better note because this is our last episode of 2019. And yes. We want to talk about 2020. Yay, 2020. So in 2020, um, we're going to be releasing. Well, I'm not releasing. I'm going <laughs> to be narrating an audiobook called Every Woman Wants Four Men, Every Man Wants Two Women. No, you messed that up. No, I'm reading it. Really? Every Woman Wants Four, four Men, men. Oh, Every okay, Man then. Wants Two Women. Oh, it just sounded bad. You are just overcorrecting. No, I just, I was dyslexia. Sorry. So I, uh, I narrated the audiobook, and that's going into post-production. It will be out sometime next year. We'll let you know. And we did interview them. If you want to go back to our archives and listen to the interview that we had in a conversation with them in regards to their book. But one of the other things coming up in 2020, I feel like Barbara Walters. This Barbara is Walter. 2020. So she should be doing the New Year's Eve drops. Swear to God, she should. We took December and planned out an entire year of classes, and we're adding more. But um, we have workshops and presentations. Um, a lot of them are in Florida, not all of them. We're actually uh, hoping to be presenting at Sex Down South uh, over with Marla and Tia because we love those girls mm-hmm. uh, up in Atlanta. Um what else are we do? We have classes in January coming up. Yeah, already we have four classes coming up there, uh, starting with uh, BDSM 101. Yeah, BDSM 101. I'm trying to think of how, how does it, is it a double team or double play? or I know it's some kind of baseball analogy with double something. The shades of hype, the reality. Yeah, but it, it's like if you can't make it on Wednesday night, there's a replay on Sunday. That's the first time. So we're trying this out at Fair Village. So for people who can't make it for the Wednesday night class, you have a Sunday brunch option. So So yay. that's uh, Wednesday, the January 15th at 7 p.m. Sunday, the 19th at 1 p.m. Uh, but we're not done because now we're going to Guilty Pleasures in Fort Lauderdale. We're going to be doing Art of Seduction down there. Yes, right before Valentine's Day. So it gives you some hints and tricks on how to do that. So, And then we'll have that class here in Orlando on February 12th at Fair Villa. And we're also going to Secrets Hideaway, which, again, is a beautiful, uh, I love it. It's a swinger resort in the back end of Disney, right Right, right far. I love that we can hide it back there. But we're going to be doing Swinger Etiquette there on Thursday, January 30th at 7 p.m. Yes. So that's, again, four classes in one month. We have like 40 classes planned out and workshops planned out next year. So we're going to be busy. Busy, busy. And that does not even include our full travel schedule. So if you would like us to present, be at a conference, um, hit up the organizer, let us know so we could put them on our radar and go there because we did get approached by someone from the West Coast. And when we say West Coast, we're talking California, Oregon. Yeah, not Tampa. So who knows? Come Halloween-ish, we'll be on that side of town. Details to come. Otherwise, we're looking forward to an awesome new year. I hope everyone has a... Let's see, am am I going to closing? Oh, I don't know. Are you wanting to go into closing? I mean, I thought we had more stuff to talk about. What there. do we have to talk about? Uh, let's see. We had the classes. Did we mention the schedule? Um, we talked about Bliss Cruise. What we all the fun and adventures that we've had there. And we'll be doing again next year. 
hopefully god willing if we're you know our, our souls are alive or our president doesn't fuck it up so yeah because remember it's election year too so yay craziness so if you get bored of watching those uh political ads which are going to be happening for the next 10 months tune into us more often we'll be much more entertaining than watching trump argue <laughs> i don't know C- considering your father-in-law that, that that's a whole different thing <laughs> I'm just embarrassed to say he's my father, so. Your father just likes to argue. Moving on. As you see, we we do not talk about the family that much because they are very, uh, I don't know, politically driven. Which we're They not. just like to argue. <laughs> they don't give a shit about politics. They're a Trump supporter because we're not. But we like to promote sex, sexual freedom, sexual education, so many fun things. Oh, and then I think we're also, are we going to be doing webinars and classes? Oh, yes, that's right. We're uh, working on launching some webinars. So if you can't make it to our classes, if you're not in the Florida area, you can uh, watch them online. So we'll look for those in the future. We're also going to be launching a nice resource page. Mm-hmm. So check that out. We're going to be putting a lot of PDFs up there, stuff like um, negotiation checklist, as well as uh, a few basically like infograms and cheat sheets all around sex education, including uh, we want to put one together on how to talk to your kids about sex. Yes. And swinger etiquette. Swinger etiquette. That's a big That's one. That's one we need. Yeah, because I, I, I think a lot of swingers don't understand the etiquette that goes behind it. Well, I won't even say a lot of it. It's just, it's a community. It is a and community. And we're educating a community. And it is changing. So Very I mean, much. Very... I'm so proud of the swinger community. <laughs> well, compare how it was, what was it, like? seven years ago now in, in a certain area it it was very what's the what's the word uh biphobic and i wouldn't even say biphobic um heterocentric okay. is the best way i do it that it was very stereotypical stat uh everyone knows this story because i've told it a thousand times women are expected to be bisexual and if they're not they're they're almost blacklisted and men are expected to be macho and straight and you know what? It's changed. And I'm so proud of the Swinger community coming around. Well, they're also working more with consent. So, you know, they're really pushing that boundary. So it's not just only the um, fetish community, the BDSM power exchange community, because that's the only time we really saw consent being discussed and negotiated. And now it's starting to be more and more in the lifestyle itself. Well, I think it's been a building stage because um, the fetish and BDSM community had to have it because some of the stuff they do is very dangerous and has legal implications. Not that swinging does not, but three years ago was when the whole um, Me Too movement hit. And I think all of the country has changed and is becoming much more, uh, I don't want to use the word sensitive, but aware. Aware, Uh, Except for that dumbass who slapped that reporter's ass on TV and then didn't apologize for it. Oh, it was okay. Oh, she should be flattered because I slapped her on the ass. It means she's got a nice ass. This dumbass is is back from the 50s and is going to get a whip ass. Well, you know, the worst part is he was part of some church organization youth group, too. He was a youth group leader. Leader, yeah. Okay, so what kind of example is that, really, to, to the kids? It's like, it's okay. Women are, are supposed to have their ass slaps and they're grateful for it. I'm like, no, she did not look very grateful to me. Nope, she looks pretty shocked. 
She looked well, embarrassed anyway. and humiliated, but that's okay. We, we we could talk about. It. See, we like talking about politics there. <laughs> but a lot of great things coming up, conferences. I mean, right now for sure we're we're going to be at Sex Down South, and if you go to our website and go, I think do we have the link? There? Events, events under events there. Um, Marla has graciously offered our you, our listeners, who's so fabulous, a $20 discount by using the code POSITIVEME to purchase your tickets for Sex Down South. And if I'm not mistaken, I think she always sells out every year. She's been selling out the last few years. Yeah. Uh, and there's also, remember, the Little Bang and the Big Bang. They do set up a little dungeon, which we worked last year. This year, we will be playing a lot more. <laughs> so we're hoping to find... There's some... There's some Particular people, I'm hoping to find yet again. Yes, Midori's going to be there again. I know, and I hope I hope Midori's volunteer shows up again. Well, okay, I, I'm having challenges, or not so much challenges. How how would I describe this? Um, conflicting um, judgment. On because I paid last year, so we could have a private class. We learned a lot. It was fantastic. At the same time, we discover how sadistic Midori Ooh, is. Oh, yeah, she, she taught me new stuff. Yes. I'm thankful for it. And yeah. not quite as happy. Yeah, that's why I'm just kind of like thinking again, do I sign up again? I mean, it was worth it. I loved it. But then... Uh... Well, let's put this into context once okay. again. Okay, once again, so, put it in context. We do a lot of roping, and I use jute rope, which is a natural rope. It's not quite as nice as maybe a silk or a nylon uh, it it has some, uh, what would you call it, fibers to it. Mm-hmm. However, moving towards the rough end, there's something called coconut rope, which I also own. Every time I take it out, someone cringes who's sitting next to me right now. You could thank King Crate for that. So in thinking uh, when I'm talking with Midori that having the coconut rope would make me a sadist, she leans over to me and looks at it and goes, why don't you go ahead and get powdered wasabi and coat the rope? Now, again, this can be used for a lot of things. Uh, coconut rope as a crotch rope during predicament play is particularly sadistic, and I'm a little bit of a sadist. A so little. Say a lot. I haven't actually bought it yet because I, th- I think that's that's a level I don't want to take it to. Not but it yet. did it did go ahead and give me uh, much more admiration and slight amounts of fear from Midori. Lots and lots of fear from me because I was super excited because, you know, she is like kind of like the godmother of rope and all her fun things. And she's working on a new book um, coming up. But if you go on her Patreon, you could do a lot of the um, catch-ups and snippets kind of deal. So I was super excited to take her class. Yeah, I didn't realize how much of a sadist it was. Now I have to blame the woodshed for not giving us a fair warning because they're besties. Well. Que sera, sera. More fun in 2020. <laughs> if by any chance you don't hear me on the podcast, it's because John has done vicious, malicious items to Your insurance me. is paid up. We're all good. Fine. Love you too. So... This is the adventures that you're waiting for to hear from us in 2020. So stay tuned. A lot more is coming. It's honestly, it's been three years of broadcasting. I really do want to just give a quick thank you out there to all our sponsors, supporters, and our listeners for getting us through three years of doing this podcast. Thank you very much. And thank you for being there with us through the good, the bad, and the really ugly 
of us not being continuous, but we promise 2020 we're back on every week. We'll see you in 2020 then. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, you want me to say bye? I, thought I wanted I was, you to say oh, bye. I, I thought that was the bye. We'll see you in 2020. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. I really would like to thank our sponsors. And God, I forgot God. God goes first, you know, for supporting us through this terminus time of years, of three years. Thanks to Fair Villa. You can pitch in anytime. Yeah. Oh, no, you're doing great. I'm letting you do this closing. <laughs> yes, I'm doing my Emmy speech here. Fair Villa for having us for the classes. Woodshed for being fabulous sponsors and everything and all the events they've gotten us. King Crate, even though I hate you at this moment for the coconut rope, but thank you. Thank you for your support. The Florida what? Center for Hormones and Wellness. There you go. You take over. For doing, oh, I'll do it from here. Yeah. For uh, sponsoring us the, the, the last year and uh, working with us on the treatment and the videos. And, of course, uh, SDC, who has been promoting us and helping us out, as well as, finally, the Atlanta Institute of Tantra and Divine Sexuality, where we did our Tantra training and have been doing some good events with them and a little volunteering there. So, in a 2019 closing... We really want to be very thankful and thank everyone who's helped us out and gotten us to where we are. Yes, gratitude. We're very grateful. And that's how we end the year, being grateful to everyone who's helped us on our journey. Thank you. And goodbye.